Grace, mercy, and peace unto you from God our Father and our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Jesus says at the beginning of our gospel reading, I thank you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, that you have hidden these things from the wise and understanding and revealed them to little children. The things that he is referring to is the truth of the gospel. The gospel was hidden from the ones who the world considered to be wise and having understanding. And this is not to say that they did not hear or comprehend the gospel, right? They certainly knew what the gospel had to say and what Jesus said was clear to them. But rather, they rejected it altogether because the gospel was contrary to the wisdom and understanding of this world. If we consider some of the most popular quotes of our culture and society today, we can see how the wisdom of God, the wisdom of the gospel, is contrary to the world. Consider Mahatma Gandhi and his quote, Live as you were to die tomorrow. Learn as if you were to live forever. Sounds familiar, doesn't it? Probably have heard this before. But at its core, it's misleading. We as Christians live as we are going to live forever. Because that is the promise that we have in Christ. We are to grow in righteousness now because eternity is now. Certainly there are things in this life that ought to be enjoyed if God grants them. But the pursuit of living it up is not a virtue of which we are called to. Rather, we are called to serve our neighbor in sacrificial love. Perhaps this quote from Friedrich Nietzsche, a philosopher. What doesn't kill me makes me stronger. Does it? Should what is hard or difficult turn us to ourselves and our strength, or should it have us turn to God and his mercy, knowing that anything can and certainly ought to kill us if it were not for his protection? Or perhaps consider this quote, an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth. This is oftentimes the way that our justice system works, quoting even scriptures. But is this the justice that God has revealed to us in his love? With Christianity on the decline and forms of persecution taking place, Christians have been urged to fight back. And there are some who consider meekness and humility as virtues not to attain to. But is that what Christ teaches? Or does Christ teach that meekness and humility are virtues that we all are to attain, attain to as his children? You see, this is what wisdom is. Wisdom is this. Wisdom is the ability to manage and acquire good things. The one who is wise can cause good things to grow and prosper by properly managing the things that he has been given. Understanding, on the other hand, is the avoidance of that which threatens the good. That is, to keep at bay the things that are threatening good things that cause those good things to either wither, decay, or be destroyed altogether. There are many people in this world who are wise, and there are many who have understanding, but there are few who have both. 
considered little children. That should play peekaboo with them, right? They know the face of the one whom they love as a friendly, kind, and gentle face, and most importantly, the one who gives them food and provides for their most basic needs. And when they see this face, they have all the joy in the world. They smile, giggle, have an all source of joy. But then when the face is hidden, there's confusion, maybe a small sense of fear and concern. But when the face is revealed again, there is joy, calm, and peace. See, even little children have wisdom and understanding, knowing that the good and understanding, there is wisdom in knowing what is good for them and knowing what threatens that good. And so it is with the gospel. The one who is truly wise is the one who clings to the gospel in faith, maintaining knowledge of the faith and purity of doctrine. And the one who is truly understanding is the one who can identify Satan and his attacks. They can identify Satan's lies and abuse and his abuse of Scripture, and they can rebuke it and keep it at bay. This wisdom and understanding is something that only Jesus can reveal because he alone knows the Father. As he himself says, All things have been handed over to me by my Father, and no one knows the Son except the Father, and no one knows the Father except the Son, and anyone to whom the Son chooses to reveal him. It's this wisdom and understanding is something that we grow in and learn as we listen all the more to Christ and his teaching through his word. Apart from him, we cannot grow in faith. Apart from him, we cannot find true rest. Apart from him, we have neither wisdom or understanding. The wisdom and understanding that the world gives urges you to continue to labor and tire. It forces you to look to yourself for strength. Look to your own wisdom and your own understanding. And too often it encourages us to build ourselves up while pushing others down. It does this by encouraging us to look to ourselves, and to ourselves alone with hyper-individualism. Encouraging self-reliance and independence to give us a false sense of freedom. But the gracious will of the Father seeing in his Son, Jesus Christ, the Father has handed all things over to him. Because he is the one who has shown to be trustworthy, faithful, and true in his labor. His work was to carry out the will of the Father and to reveal the Father's will to little children. And the Father's will is this, that in his wisdom and understanding, he saw it good and wise to lay all the burden of salvation upon his only Son and to cause him to take up the yoke of the cross and carry it in your place. He doesn't do this in pride or in strength, but he does this out of meekness and humility. And Jesus invites you to come to him 
so that you too may find rest through all the sufferings of this world. Jesus says, Come to me, all who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy, and my burden is light. The rest that we receive with Jesus is found in taking up his yoke upon us, so that we are yoked together with him by our side. With him yoked to us, we learn from him to be gentle and lowly in heart. That is to say, we learn from him to be meek and humble. And in meekness and humility, we find rest for our souls because it concedes that the yoke and the burden are Jesus to bear. Jesus invites us to a little bit of suffering now, to be relieved from us when judgment comes to pass. If you feel as though you are failing to live this Christian life and you fear God's wrath, find comfort in the rest and being yoked with Christ and learn from him to grow in meekness and humility. And you will find rest for your soul. Meekness and humility cause us not to look to ourselves, but it causes us to look to Jesus, who is our brother beside us, pulling all the weight. Meekness and humility are something that does not come naturally to us as sinners. And meekness and humility can easily be faked. To be meek is to endure suffering or provocation with patience and without resentment. And in our sinful flesh, well, we have been provoked beyond which we can handle. Even just for a short time, we lash out in anger. But, with, but from Christ, we learn how to endure patiently and in love toward our enemies who cause us to suffer. Humility, on the other hand, is to not be proud, to not be thinking of ourselves as superior, and to not be arrogant. Christ shows us how to be humble in lowering ourselves and taking our yoke and burden. He himself lowered himself, stepping down from his heavenly throne to die in our place so that we may be relieved from all the work of salvation. In an era where Christianity is on the decline and that which is good is being perverted and even destroyed, there are certainly many voices today calling us to set aside meekness and humility. Calling us to fight back against the culture and relieve ourselves and even God of this burden of open persecution. These voices are so loud to the point that they are even calling for massive protests and outrages. But Christ instead shows us another way. He shows us the way of speaking the truth in love and making the gracious will of the Father in heaven known in a clear and concise way, so that everyone can understand. But in doing this, we know that the wisdom and understanding of the world will reject it. Just as Jesus did not try harder to force the wise and the understanding to believe, 
And he let the chips fall where they may, knowing that those who will receive his word will do so like little children. And so, for as far as long as it depends on us, we continue to live in meekness and humility. Because in learning from Christ these virtues, we have calmness, peace among ourselves, and even among the world now. And this is wise in having true understanding. Because it hands the burden over to Jesus to handle to handle these things on the day of judgment, on the last day. Yes, we will continue to speak the truth in love and make the Father's will known to our neighbors. And yes, we may continue to suffer in this world, even though we continue in meekness and humility. But we can do this knowing in full confidence that when Christ comes for judgment, either at our deathbed or on the last day, we will see him who we are yoked with. And we will find forever peace with him who is gentle and lowly in heart. In the name of Jesus, amen and amen. And the peace that passes all understanding, keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Amen.